You're listening to Good Morning with Ashley, where we will journey through finding the good in life's transitions. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Good Morning Podcast. Happy Thursday, guys. I missed you. (laughs) It's so good to be back um, with some good conversation. But listen, today is the last episode of season one of the Good Morning Podcast. Oh, my goodness. Like, I cannot believe that we have gotten to the point of going through a trailer and eight full episodes of goodness. And I am just floored at how time has flown by. It seems like it was just January the 21st of 2021 when we released our first episode. And now... It is good old March, and we are like headed into spring and daylight savings and all the good stuff, birds chirping, nice weather. I'm in Michigan. It could snow tomorrow, but it's been 60 degrees for the past two days, so I'm just going to enjoy myself uh, while it's here. (laughs) So uh, I just want to take some time before we really jump into conversation just to thank uh, all of the supporters, anybody who has listened, who has played a part and making sure that the Good Morning Podcast is shared with people all over the world. Thank you. I mean, seriously. Thank you so much for all of the love, all of the support, the countless text messages, the encouragement, the the testimonies. Oh my God, the testimonies have been so good. Um, I think when I come back for season two, I'm going to make sure I have permission from those who uh, gave me testimonies, but to read them and just so that you guys can hear uh, the journey that, you know, we've we've been a part of so many people's journeys, like we don't even know it. Um, So many people have been changed and have done some evaluating in life. And they said that the Good Morning podcast kind of gave them the reality check that they needed. So, you know, that did my heart glad, okay? Um, Because I'm not going to lie, like I've had moments where I was just like, God, did you really want me to do this. And every time I had those kinds of doubts, um, somehow he sent someone to reassure me that this is what I was supposed to be doing. So I am extremely grateful. Thank you all so much uh, just for the love and the support and the kindness. And uh, I just can't even, I just can't even tell you guys how grateful I really, really truly am for everybody who has been able to just be a part of this process, right? So today I just kind of want to talk about, you know, we've, well, we've journeyed quite a bit, um, through, through our, our morning. Um, and we have definitely found a way to find the good in life's transitions, right? We have acknowledged what it is that has been bothering us, what has been grieving us, what we're mourning again, whether it has been, um, an actual death or, um, I don't know, divorce or friendship or job transition or uh, you moved across the country and you're, you're missing people, you're grieving, uh, being unfulfilled in life, whatever that is, we've acknowledged it. Um, we have forgiven. We've talked about that F word. We have talked about uh, this not being our pain twice when my mom came on and we've talked about issues. We've talked about therapy. Um, I've even given my story. Okay, I was very leery, but I gave my story about why I even started this podcast, my personal, uh, you know, journey and what had happened to me. I gave that story because 
people needed to be able to really relate to this podcast and know that I wasn't just talking out of the side of my mouth, <laughs> but I have had experiences of my own. And um, yeah, it's been a journey, right? You know, we we kind of went through some things and and now let's talk about the plan. Okay. Now, one of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And uh, I'm going to read it for you. I think it's okay if, if I do that. Um, you know, I'm going to grab my Bible. You grab yours. And uh, it just says in the King James Version, of course, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Mm-hmm. That's good to me. Okay. Definitely one of my favorite scriptures. Um, I want you to know that there's a plan in place. Now, I know that as you have gone through uh, the different stages of your grief um, and just kind of even sitting back in your situation, dealing with your feelings, trying to figure out what it is exactly that God is doing in your life, what is happening in your life, it's been very hard to really see plan, right? Um, Because sometimes the plans that we have look nothing like the plans that God has for us. And, you know, we we think that, you know, if we tell God what we want, it's going to happen just like that. If I serve God and I tell God what I want, he's going to make it happen. And I think that, um, again, he does honor the desires of our hearts. But like I said last week, You know, when I pray about the desires of my heart, I always ask God to allow them to line up with his will. And God, if we have to choose one or the other, I want to go with your will. Okay. Because sometimes what we desire, we don't see the end of our desires. We don't know what those desires are going to fulfill in the long run. Whereas if we go with the will of God, we go with his plan, there's an expected end. Right? With our desires, we don't know what the end is, but with his plans and his desires and his will for our lives, there is an expected end, right? So what do we do when we don't know? Because nine times out of 10, because we're not God. We don't know what that expected end looks like. We have no clue of what is going to happen from this point on. And so I want to talk to you today about trusting. It's very hard. Trust is very blind. It's faith. It's very blind. It's the evidence of things not seen. It's the things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. So we hope, you know, God, let this be my spouse. Or we hope, Lord, let this be my job. Or we hope, God, let us uh, bring, bring back this friendship together. All these different things we hope for different things, right? But we don't know what it is that is going to happen moving forward. Again, it's the things that we hope for, but it's the evidence of things not seen. So we don't know, like while we have these hopes, we don't know how exactly this this thing is going to happen, what's going to take place. And again, this is when the will of God comes in, where it should be overall, prioritizing the will of God over what we desire as a whole. Learning how to do that has saved my life. I think it has changed Um, my perspective and just how I operate on a daily basis. And I'm saying that um, because 
again, you know, I feel like when we allow God to just be who he is, he makes it very clear what it is that he wants for us. And, and he orchestrates it literally right in front of our faces, right? And so I'm going to use this podcast as an example. Um, as I was going through my journey of healing and as I, you know, trusted God to do what he does, which is heal the brokenhearted. You know, the Bible even talks about healing as a children's bread. Well, I'm one of his children, you know, and <laughs> so are you. And being his child, we just, we want that, to, that healing to take place. We don't want to be broken. We don't want to feel the things that we feel. We really want our lives to kind of go back to normal. But what if going back to normal is what's detrimental? And so during my healing process, I just asked God, like, you know, if normal is going to kill me, don't take me back to normal. And not necessarily kill me, you know, physically, but um, if it's going to give me my fleshly desires, but knock me off spiritually, don't, don't give that to me. Don't let my life go back to normal. Let it be different. Right. And so that's exactly what ended up happening. I put myself in a position to kind of lose everything um, because I made it very clear that what I wanted moving forward was for him to have his way in my life. And that can be so hard to do because again, we do not know. We have no clue about how God is going to move, what he's going to do, what he's going to say, who he's going to remove, who he's going to add, um, how he's going to change our careers, how he's going to move us, you know, what platforms he's going to put us on when we literally let him do his thing. Right. But what's wrong? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with not being in the know? What's wrong with living a life that is literally, literally um, faith led. And again, I, I, I talked about some weeks ago, the woman with the issue of blood and how her faith is what made her whole. She didn't know, you know, by any means, if touching the hem of his garment was really going to do that for her, but she had faith enough to believe it and God honored the faith that she had. And I think that if we put ourselves in a position to have faith in our journey with him, that he absolutely not only will give us the desires of our heart, but it will be according to his will. So there are things that we have experienced in this time, whatever your journey has been, that has left us pretty empty, um, that has left you, you know, in, in starvation mode. You feel like you can't catch a break or you feel like, you know, what's next, God? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? Can you fill me in just a little bit? And all this time, it seems like he's very silent and he's not working, but he is. It's just not how we would prefer for things to happen. And so this is why I feel like it is very important for us to remember scriptures like Jeremiah 29 11, where he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards us. And they're not of evil. They're not. Like, even when bad things happen, his thoughts toward us are not evil. There are thoughts of peace, literally. Peace, the kind that surpasses all understanding. There are thoughts of peace 
and not of evil to give us an expected end. So I think that when the odds seem very stacked against us, when it seems like things are going wrong, when it feels like hell, literally, is breaking loose, all hell, is breaking loose in your life, I think it's important to remember that he has thoughts of peace towards you. And I know people feel like, you know, how can you have thoughts of peace towards me? There's no way, God. And I, I've heard of some very interesting, very heartbreaking, very gut-wrenching situations in which I know why people feel like sometimes God has left them. Because I don't know, you know, how I would be able to even talk to y'all through some of the situations that even my friends have gone through. And they haven't given up on God because they remembered that he has thoughts of peace towards them. Again, to give an expected end. So what does the end look like? You may ask me. And if I'm completely honest with you, I don't know what your end looks like. But I know that if we are serving a God who has thoughts of peace towards us and thoughts that are not of evil, to give us an expected end, that it has to be better than what we're currently going through. So as bad as our situation may be, as hurt as you may have been or maybe still are, um, as burned as you feel, as invalidated as you feel, or validated in what you feel, you still have an expected end. Now, it's up to you on whether or not you're going to fully accept the will of God and what it is that he has for you moving forward. It's completely up to you to make a decision to, again, accept what God allows. It's a choice. Again, to be healed from these situations. And it can be a desire of yours to be able to not uh, just be healed, but to move forward and help somebody else. And that's where I stood in my situation, even with this Good Morning podcast. I wanted to get through it. I wanted to be healed, but I also wanted to offer this same kind of hope to somebody else who may be going through something that's similar or not, something that may be less tragic or maybe something that's more tragic, but you just see that if God can heal me, that he can heal you. So the expected end, while it's already planned out, it has a lot to do with what you do in between time. How are you going to choose to heal? Are we going to do things that are toxic? What do I mean by that? Pick up horrible habits. Put ourselves in predicaments that we should not be in. Have our souls in fury. Be sloppy with our relationship with Christ. Or are we going to work towards our expected end by doing everything that we feel like God would want us to do? Praying. Witnessing. Loving, caring, taking care of ourselves, spirit, soul, and body. Eating right. Being in a good mental space. 
surrounding ourselves with people who are heading in the right in the right direction or in the direction that we desire to go toward. Putting ourselves in a position to absolutely be better than we are right now. What you do has a lot to do with your expectancy. What you choose has a lot to do with your expected end. So what do we do from here? We live. We laugh. We love. Because God really does have everything under control. There is no need to put yourself in a position to not have life in that more abundant. Yes, the worst has happened. Yes, you feel horrible on the inside about some of the things that you have experienced. But today, make a choice. Make a decision. Put yourself in a position to have the kind of expected end that you desire. And remember that no matter what you're going through, that God has nothing but thoughts of peace to give you an expected end. So, we have journeyed. And today, we have found the good in our life transition. Here's the good part. There is an expected end. Several things. An expected end to what you're going through. And an expected end that outlives the outcome in which you thought you were supposed to have. I promise you that what's to come is so much better than what's been. So continue, even as you journey, no matter what happens, promise me that you'll take the time to find the good in whatever life transition may be for you. Thank you guys so much for your love. Let's do it.